0: Welcome to another edition of the Football Game Plan XFL Game Day Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of The Playbook, and I thought it would be cool to bring back this podcast because we have the new information that's coming out now with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and also his business partner, Danny Garcia, purchasing the XFL, which means there's a chance we may see XFL football once again in 2021 or even 2022. And I thought it would be cool to bring back one of the guys that we were able to to follow throughout college, throughout the All-Star Game circuit, through the NFL camps, and playing in the XFL in offensive lineman Dwayne Wallace from Kansas. So we're going to jump right into that interview I had with Wallace earlier in the afternoon. Dwayne, I appreciate you taking time and, and joining us again. The last time we spoke, you were a prospect going into the draft. Now that whole process is is coming gone. You played professional in the XFL, and now we're in the situation where the XFL is coming back. So we have a lot to catch up with. First of all, thank you for taking time. How's everything going for you out there?
1: Oh man, thank you for having me back on the show. Um, uh, everything's been going good, man, and um, you know, uh, just trying to uh, get back get back on the gridiron, man. And it's it's, it's a lot of uh, new things. It's, it's it's a lot of uh, new things going on as far as you know. How are we getting back into football and um, XFL coming back and trying to get back into the NFL with the season kicking off in less than a
0: week? Yeah, and I see you working out, continue to to, to grind and prepare your body and prepare yourself for that opportunity. Let's, let's take a step back and look at your time in the XFL during the, the short five weeks we had before COVID-19 shut it down. How was that experience for you and and what was it like to finally get on a professional field and call yourself a professional
1: oh man it was a um it was a great opportunity to uh, showcase my talent um i feel like I never really got the opportunity to showcase my talent so um it gave me an opportunity to uh get some film and um um i had a great experience um i feel like my team was uh, was was on the upper rise the wildcats and uh, we had a lot of veteran uh, NFL players um, on my team, and um, I definitely feel like with the the league itself, along with my team, was going in a great direction. Um, and it was, and it was, and it, I feel like it was, it was a well put together league, um, despite the fact that you know it's our first time, and every, it's, it's it's almost like a trial. And um, it, it, it 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 started to, it, at first, it was it was it was kind of like you know everybody know what they're doing, but it started to get smooth, and then. Um, uh, the last week was um, was a Wildcats versus Seattle. We were supposed to go up there, and it was like, you know, it was crazy. Like, uh, league start getting shut down, the NBA shut down, and the baseball shut down, and you know, everybody, every other league was still was was shut down but us. And a couple of players from the Seattle team had got COVID, and um, yeah, it was just kind of a, it's just kind of a crazy uncertainty process. And for some guys who was in the A in the other uh, league that got shut down, it was kind of like a. Uh, a trauma of damn, what's going? Was it all? Oh, it's the same thing, and you know, kind of it was. It was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of like, wows on what What are we gonna do next?
0: You know, it's interesting. I'm holding in my hand right now the the play card from the L. A. Wildcats New York Guardians game I was at on February 29th, and it's it's so bizarre to see because I remember the post game presser, we talking with with coach out there, um, you know, and coach was excited about his young team. And really just amped about this, the progress of this league. And it's just a saying that, you know, when we spoke with Winston Moss, he was he was like, you know, I'm excited about where we're going. We're growing in the right direction. Uh, you were on the team. You're a rookie. But you were on the team with guys that had played in the in the NFL before. Uh, what was the biggest thing you had to learn coming from college to the pro game? Because it, I, I would imagine there is a bit of an, an adjustment that has to take place. Yeah. You Again, you've gone from JUCO to the power five level, and now you, you're, you were playing professionally. So you've seen changes. So what was it like going from college to the pro, uh, pro game? Uh, and what were some of the changes you saw on the field?
1: Oh uh, man. So, uh, you know, um, just being, just, just going to the NFL, just going to a couple teams, going to their kind of rookie mini camp, you know, I, I kind of learned a lot from there and, um, just taking my experience from what I've learned in traveling to all these different teams and all to these all uh, different mini camps. Uh, taught me a level of profess- uh, professionalism that I had to brought to the XFL. And then even when I brought that to the XFL, the vets, like Josh Johnson, you know, Storm Norton at the Chargers and um Lamar uh, Dixon, you know, just 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 countless NFL vets that was on our team and just, it get to show you the level of preparation that they take. And it's just like, OK, you know, I thought that from what I learned from my experience, you know, and it's always a level of preparation. And um, Josh would do things like, you know, um, have mandatory 30 meetings with his O-line just to get the protection right. And the protection, we got it. We reviewed it so much. It was kind of like, man, you know, I could I could wake up out of my sleep and tell you, all the protections and that really helped us out game day. And you know, it kind of gave the offensive line um, comfort knowing that you know, okay, for example, we're playing Tampa. Um, Tampa had this crazy blitz. They 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 might as well just run cover zero all game. The amount <laughs> of blitzes they have, and, man. And you know, uh, and it got to us at first. You know, uh, when the last game when we played the the Vipers, and uh, you know, Josh kind of calmed down and started doing full slides, five old man slides. And, you know, we just started to pick it up, man. You know, and it just and it just started to come to a stop. And our offense just started to get in the groove, you know. And they had to cut down on the blitzes, which makes our job easier, right? So, <laughs> you know, just just seeing the preparation that he takes to make sure that he knows the defense so good is there's nothing that you can really disguise. And you know, it's one thing knowing what they're gonna come with it, and it's another thing having an answer to it. So I feel like that type of preparation to have answers for the unknown, and, you know, when you watch film and study it, and be like, man, we saw this on film, man, we know this coming. Okay, you know, we practiced all week, we're gonna call this protection to slide into this, and to see it all come together, and to see him check out of it and check into the right thing, that's that's a different level of professionalism from college and preparing for our
0: game from, from, from college to the pros. And that's a great point that you brought up, because the preparation is different, and I, you know, as much as I'm around NFL teams out here covering both Giants and Jets, Is one that's one question I never asked a rookie uh, was, you know, you look at how you prepared in college or how you prepare now. And the question I want to ask, do you find that not having to worry about class and only worrying about football kind of helped make your focus sharper and help you, you know, just be able to uh, absorb so much more than you did when you were in college when you had to balance both class and also your football yeah. work?
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's just it's definitely more stress free in the sense of, you know, okay, you know, okay, now we ain't got class, but you know, the class get replaced with the means. So it's mm-hmm. just like, okay, you know, okay, all right, you have a little bit more rest time, you know, you, you could take you you could take a an hour or two nap between meetings and you know, it's, it's 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 kind of like okay, it's kind of like you 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 in the you in the professional world now. And no, nobody's holding you accountable. So if you don't hold yourself accountable, you just know that you gonna you we call him the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper. He come and cut you, and then that's that. So, you know, it's 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 more so finding a way to hold yourself accountable. Like you know, my 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 coach shouldn't tell me, shouldn't be able to, shouldn't be repeating stuff to me or telling me to do this and do that. Because I should be able to hold myself accountable and know that okay, this is what I need to work on. Okay, coach coach expects this out of me. This is the expectation.
0: It was fun to see you guys out there this is, the, this is how coach wants to do it
1: forward. Yeah, man, and and, and kinda of learning all that things. And it was it was just fun to have the coaches that we have, man. Coach Moss, he an energetic guy. And if you come to one of our practices, you know, it's offense versus defense. And then the practice is so full of energy that, you know, he has to calm us down sometimes because we bad. there, damn about to hurt somebody before the game gets started. This week. So, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, it was just a fun like back to the gridiron uh, football. And, you know, I, like I don't it, we it, it was definitely a more physical um, practice than I ever seen, even, even more physical than the NFL and college, just because, you know, the NFL got more restrictions on their practices and stuff like that. So, man, yeah, it was definitely like a physical football camp. There was nothing sweet about it. There was nothing nice and pretty about it.
0: Yeah, and it, it was good to see you guys, you know, guys that I've seen. You know, I, I covered you down at the Tropical Bowl. I also covered your teammate, Boogie. Uh, Boogie Roberts down at the Tropical Bowl, and both you guys yeah. ended up playing on the same team and playing well. So it's good to see that part of it, and the the coaching you talked about, Coach Moss. But you got to learn from Jerry Fontenot, uh, one of the better offensive linemen that played in the NFL, played with the Saints for a long time. And when you when you were out there on the field, uh, playing and and going through this whole process, it did it feel professional for you as far as like, man, I thought I had the goods when I came in, but I got a yeah. lot to work on. Man,
1: definitely, man, definitely, definitely, like, I, it just opened up my eyes and be like, man, you know what, here I go thinking that I'm good, and, you know, uh, when I go on film, I haven't perfected my technique, so how could I call myself good, and I, you know, and, um, and I, I made that a priority, you know, get better, get better, work on your technique. You know, make it come out, of film. And you know, Coach Fontenot is a is a, is a big technique guy, man. I love that dude. That dude, uh, he taught me so much in so little amount of time. You know, this is my first time being in true pro style offense. So, you know, it, it was just it was just a lot that I learned. And then, yeah, man, that dude's truly a legend, just from the play calling, his run schemes, his schemes, and how everything match up. And um, I always used to meet with Jerry in the mornings, man. And man, I I, I love Jerry, man. He he's a very knowledgeable guy um he takes he, he takes what he does very serious and um he's just one of those guys that you have to give the ultimate respect um for what he does and and in, in, in his game
0: with the news of the xfl coming or uh, well essentially coming back because dwayne the rock johnson purchased the league along with danny garcia what was that news like for you to hear was that exciting to hear that hey we may get another shot at this thing yeah
1: man, you know it it was exciting. It's like okay, you know, everybody 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 might not get picked up from the XFL back into the NFL this season. You know, everybody might not get a workout, you know, we don't know. And so unfortunately that just cuts cuts a lot of job opportunities for guys and and other people and stuff like that. So the fact that it came back is just something to look forward to. Like, you know what? Okay, you know, okay, I got faith that I'm about to get this workout, but you know don't don't lose too much faith because you know the XFL is right around the corner. So it's just another opportunity to go back out there, have a fresh start. Go showcase your talents again and kind of just, you know, kind of just 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 prove that you're that you're a guy. You know, why you belong in this league and why you belong in the NFL and kind of turn some more eyes. So yeah, it's definitely a lot of excitement for ex players and even players that um wanted to go in the XFL the first times and never and never got that opportunity. So I feel like it's good all around for um, um, players scouting and just, you know, um, hopefully they could get back some of the old coaches. That would be good. So we don't know. It's a lot of unknowns.
0: When you hit the field once again, whether it's at the NFL level, XFL level, Mm -hmm. CFL level, wherever the level may be, what's the biggest change you expect to see in your game once you take the field? Oh, man,
1: I'm expecting to be faster and lighter on my feet Am I all, and this, 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 this quarantine hitting, man, I've, I've picked up boxing, I've been doing a lot of boxing uh, I've been doing a lot of boxing and cardio and running and running uh, hills and, and trails and stuff like that so I feel lighter, I feel faster I feel good, I feel in shape and I just want to see how it's not going to translate to the field of, you know, me just doing these boxing for these last three Performance yourself, and if you know anything about uh, working out and grinding hard, it gives you confidence. And you know, that's what give me the confidence to go out there and know that you know I'm not about to lose. And if I do, is it is, 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 you know, it's about is I'm still coming all day, and you got to deal with that. So, um, I, I definitely have gained a lot of confidence through grinding and working out hard, and you know, doing some new stuff to just elevate my game, working out with Jackie Slater. Jackie Slater was my coach at the NFL PA, and I've been working out with him and Lake Tomlinson. he's been showing me some techniques, and I've been kind of grasping that in and working on that every day. and yeah, stuff like that it's
0: It's great to get that perspective from someone that's so. yes, yeah, is I was saying it's great to get that perspective from someone that's so closely uh, removed from the college game and and in that regard, what piece of advice would you give the college senior? or you not even a senior? Because I think that may be a little bit too late to the college freshman that's coming into the program right now that wants to play pro ball. What would, what advice would you give him? Man, so
1: I've been in I, I, I've been in college for five years and I've been, I've played in the Pac twelve and the and the Big Club. and the biggest thing I can tell for incoming freshmen right now, man, is just be ahead of the game. You know, if you're trying to go to the pro. Start preparing like a professional. Don't wait till your junior year or your senior year or, you know, or even worse, pro day to start (laughs) learning how to be to start learning how to be a professional. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you get so caught up into hearing your coaches like a broken record. You know, take care of your bodies, get in the ice tub. Like, you no know, coaching me to tell you that because you should, you know, be hungry and motivated. And then have plans, man. You know, and a lot of people have plans and don't plan for failure. How could you have a plan and not plan for failure? That doesn't make any sense. So, if you have a plan, make sure you have a plan and then plan for the what ifs. You know what I'm saying? What if I don't get a, an NFL combine invite? Right? What if I have to go to pro day? What are the numbers do I need to hit to, you know what I'm saying, put me in a position to at least go somewhere? Or what are some of our star, all-star games that I can get into to better showcase my talents, you know? And, you know, you you, you got to work hard and grind hard. and Your work is just going to make your your college career more easy. So that's what I have to tell for young incoming freshmen coming, coming um, into college and for the guys that's leaving out of college, man. Just be a professional from now. Don't don't work on it, you know, when it's like your last game or you know, your last season now, you know, everybody want you know, oh, this is the last year. Let me I'm gonna go all out. You know, it, just, it doesn't work like that. So so just save yourself some time and grind now so you don't gotta grind harder later.
0: Wise words, man. And and Dwayne, listen, it was great to catch up with you. Where can people follow you on social media? Yeah, man. Follow me on
1: uh Big Wild uh Big on Twitter BigWild underscore sixty two. My Instagram is the same. And yeah, man, just go ahead, give, give your boy a follow.
0: Listen, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Pleasure to see you play both collegially and professionally. It's always, a fun yeah. thing to see someone go step by step to the next level. And listen, whether it's the XFL or the NFL, I know we'll be keeping tabs. And we wish you the best luck moving forward. And thank you again for taking time.
1: Uh, Man, thank you again for having me on the show, man. I appreciate everything you're doing, man.
0: Thank you. And again, shout out to Dwayne Wallace for taking the time to talk with us about his journey and what the XFL meant to him. And we're excited to see it potentially come back. And there are some opportunities for growth within the XFL. You talk about the eight teams that were the original eight teams of this XFL restart, the XFL 2.0. But when you think about what they could potentially do moving forward, maybe expanding to 10 teams in different areas, maybe relocating some teams into better markets that will help grow with the league, maybe poaching a guy like Peyton Manning or other bigger name people or investors to buy teams individually to help grow the league. So I know The Rock and Danny Garcia have a lot of ideas. They have a lot of opportunity here to really grow this league and make it sustainable for the years to come. So that's it for this edition of the XFL Game Day Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the Zard the Playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football gameplan. And always subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating.